Hey everybody, welcome to Podcast of the Gundam Heroes. Today is episode 45 to 48. And, um, <laughs> whew, uh, These ones were well, good. The, a lot of stuff went on. We're reaching a conclusion. Um, the end of these episodes was great and very smart and definitely didn't make me go... You can't be surely you just. No. No. <laughs> well, shall we? <laughs> yeah, shall. so uh, episode 45 has a recap that traces the king of Earth and Milliard is the king of space, and now the kings must do their Gundam battles. Also, the Gundams are there, but they don't like anyone. Don't worry about the Gundams. Uh, yeah, the Libra shot up the Earth, and the cannon system's fucked up on it, and Dorothy also fucked up her StarCraft macros. And Yeah, the title of this episode is uh, Signs of the Final Battle. Um, We're finally here. It's going to roll out onto a plate out of nowhere. Yeah, so the Peacemillion is hiding in some, like, derelict, blown-up colony. And uh, last episode, it narrowly avoided the giant space laser, so, like, it's totally fucked up and they're repairing stuff. Um, we get a shot inside of the, again, the pilots, like, duos looking at Quatra, and Quatra is taking out the Zero system out of Sandrock. Um, I don't want that shit. Yeah, apparently he's just mastered it and doesn't want it anymore. Sure. Um, Howard starts yelling at them to go get some rest. Uh, we cut over to Sally and Noin. They're taking a look at, uh, the derelict mining asteroid that's around Earth. It's called MO2. It's the front base that, uh, the Earth forces and trays are using as, like, a frontline deploying base or whatever. It kind of comes completely out of nowhere. Yeah, like, they never mentioned it it up until they needed to have a frontline base on Earth, so. Yeah, they realized, oh, no, we can't just say everyone launches into space at once, I guess? I don't understand, really. It... The reason they do it is because of a thing that happens later, but it makes no sense no. until you know why the writers had to do it. So yeah. in, There's in a fiction, lot it's stupid as shit. Yep. Yeah, it's a really dumb move. Yeah, There's the a main... lot of plot that they realized they had to do a lot later than they actually did it. Yeah, they could have like foreshadowed a lot of this or just like made reference to it earlier, but they did not. No. So, um... The main thing about this scene is that Noin is wondering what Trey's is thinking. Like, she doesn't know why he's doing all this bullshit since he's United Earth, but who knows. Uh, I mean, he's Earth- doing it because Zek shot a laser <laughs> at the Earth. Yeah. Zek said, hard, I'm going to kill the Earth. I'm going to kill the planet, Cloud. <laughs> it was like... Oh no, yeah. raising an army to destroy the battleship. That is gonna destroy the Earth. How weird. That makes no sense. Again, it's another one of those moments of they try and do a thing where you're supposed to be conflicted onto who is the good guy and who is really the bad guy, but this isn't Legend of the Galactic Heroes, so it does (laughs) not work at all. Yeah, it does not work. Um, So on Earth, there's a bunch of like spaceships and pods and stuff going up in the space. Trace is getting a status report that most of his forces are already in space and they're ready to fight the Libra and... um, Trey's give some stupid speech about bringing peace to space and uh, whatever. Don't worry cares. about it. Yeah. Um, in space, the Libra is also getting fixed. Uh, when it fired his laser last episode, it kind of fucked up the ship. And, like, I guess every time they fire the laser, it kind of fucks up the ship. So they're fixing yeah. that. Which, in weapons, does make sense. There are some kind of weapons that you fire them once and you have to replace parts on it because it blows itself up when yeah. it fires. Like, yeah. So yeah. Um, we see a shot of a transport carrier, one of these stupid boxy-looking ships being piloted by Hilda. And um, she is sneaking in to Libra with the ship in order to presumably do some guerrilla warfare bullshit. Do some guerrilla um, shit. 
Yeah, so there's a scene of Milliardo and Kant's talking about how the final battle's coming and they need the rest. It doesn't matter. Um, Kant starts talking about the Gundams. Uh, he's like, what should we do about these Gundams? Milliardo's like, oh, just leave them alone. They'll do fuck whatever em. the fuck they want. And Kant says, like, no, the Epions are symbol. We can't have these other Gundams running around. There can only be one. Also, and, they could probably be a pretty significant wild card, but hey. Yeah, so he decides that he wants to get rid of the other Gundams, so he sent a whole bunch of mobile dolls at them, because apparently he just knows where the Peace Million pieced out to, because I guess it's huge. Um, <laughs> it's real huge, it turns out. Yeah, it's actually way bigger than I thought it was going to be. It's like well, comparably... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, Dorothy and Relena are having a walk around on Libra, and they're like taking a tour of this like mobile doll repair facility whatever part of the ship and Dorothy's talking about how cool these robots are. Wow. Cool robot. I'm totally horny for war. Um, elsewhere inside of Libra, we see Hilda, like, I guess stealing the death star plans. Like she's just pulling shit onto a floppy disk. And I guess, yeah, as she's escaping, she spots Relena and Dorothy having their walk. And, uh, Dorothy starts asking why Milliardo and Trey's are fighting. They used to be best friends. Why are they doing this? And, uh, of course, Dorothy's like, they both like war. They both want it so badly. And uh, for war. <laughs> yeah, Dorothy points out that the Mercurius Invader rebuilt. They're over there. Hey, look. Wow, cool robot. Wow. And the um, scientists strike once again. Dumbasses. <laughs> Dumbasses. They yeah. gave Oz these blueprints. Why would they do that? Uh, Don't worry about it. Um, so the dolls, the V8 and the Mercurius are now like in doll form. They have like robot parts and they have combat data from Tr- Troa and Hero when they were flying them so like they're guess they're real better and cool now and Dorothy's like who will win in a fight the real Gundam pilots or the fake ones like we don't know yeah and really was like of course Hero will win he's the main character so they both get real horny over this and then Dorothy leaves and <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know if they really both get horny over it they mo- they really just kind of have a exchange yeah. this isn't really an excitement moment for either I don't know Dorothy was kind of real like psyched up about these robots she was probably like like she was all excited because it's loaded with combat data she's like we got their data we put it in and I will say yeah. Dorothy is very jealous of Hero having Relina's affections for mm-hmm. sure yeah there is a funny scene though here where Dorothy takes or sorry Relina takes a look at the V8 and the Mercurius and as she looks at them like she sees like this overlay of Troa and Hero's faces on it and she like kind of stares at it it's <gasps> strange gasp yeah so this is where Hilda comes out of hiding and asks Dorothy if she knows a Gundam pilot uh, we then cut to Kant's talking about how they're about to attack the Peace Million we cut back to Dorothy saying that they can't defeat anybody with or sorry we cut to Dorothy walking in saying that they can't defeat the Gundams with dolls but sure go ahead throw away our combat forces you fucking idiot you complete moron yeah, literally, <laughs> Dorothy just goes like you realize they have the mobile dolls have always lost versus the Gundams for the last 25 battles in a row. It's like 100 0 right now. Are you sure? And he's like, Yeah, they'll do it this time. This time, though. You're, you're blowing up your entire main forces before the fight starts, you dumb idiot, you moron. And then he's just like, I'm not taking orders from a kid. Do it. And, you sure this is yeah. a 0 10 matchup, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I'm already McFly jacket. I can do anything. Yeah, so. Um, we cut back to Relena and Hilda. They're chatting about stuff. Uh, Relena's thinking that she's, or yeah, Relena's thinking that she's weak compelled to hair Hilda because Hilda's snuck in and stealing stuff. And then I'm going to say, literally, none of this conversation matters. Like none of it. The one no. thing that matters is Relena tells Hilda who she is. That's the only thing about this any of this conversation which matters. It's dumb. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Hilda asks her the name. Um, apparently, Hilda doesn't know who Relena. 
Peacecraft is, despite being like Queen of Earth for three days. Crown Queen of the World. Yeah. That's a dumb name. See you later. Yeah, being in literally every paper, and then three days later being in literally every paper again because you quit. She made a speech like that was broadcast on the colonies too. So like Hilda does not own a television. Confirmed. Well, clearly yeah. she was spending those three days driving to the Libra. Right, of course. <laughs> so um, Hilda goes and hijacks like a suit that's attached to one of those sl- rocket sled things and bust out of Libra. Cant's uh, freaks out. He orders a bunch of mobile dolls to follow, but of course the mobile dolls are too slow or something. Dorothy says, hey, she's heading to the Peace Million. Why not send the Vade and the Curious? I want to see them blow up stuff. It's cool. And so and he, of course, says, no, we're not going to do that. And then they send then, them out, which is... Yeah. We're not sending them out. We're never going to send them out. No way. Smash cut to them being sent out. Yeah. So back on Peace Million, the repairs are almost done. The gun the pilots are having a good chat in like the lounge or something. Duo and Troll are playing chess, and then Wufle makes a move for Duo and says that offense is the best defense and whatever. Hero's being stoic in the corner and not t- talking to anyone. They think that's weird, even though they've known this guy for apparently a year now. Hero and- is like borderline catatonic at this point. <laughs> like he's just refusing to answer people. Like they are treating him like he is in like late stage of some degenerative disease they're just like are you okay hero are you sure and he's just nothing it's mm, it's ridiculous the problem is that he could basically solve the plot at any point here and he has chosen not to yeah that's one of the problems with making him such like a mary sue character is like since he's so invincible and great at everything he could just fix all the problems if he wanted to but they can't have that for the sake of the story yeah no problem yeah. So anyway, they're in the lounge. Alarms go off and they scramble because the dolls are coming. Uh, fight starts, blah, blah. Kance is like more concerned about getting Hilda back because they think the person leaving Libra is a spy than they are really concerned about the Gundams being shot up or Which whatever. Which is correct, but... Yeah. So the Mercurius and the V8 start attacking Hilda. She starts taking damage. Her shoot gets shot like a ton of times and it's still fine, although she's like bleeding from the head in the cockpit. I don't know yeah, how Yeah, it's like works. the Mega Cannon too, you know? This is the totally fucks up other mobile machines cannon and nah, she's fine. No, no, they're playing with her. That's what Hero and Troy <laughs> would do, right? Cannon mouse? That's what they're known for? Yeah, so she's getting shot up. She radios the gun the pilots and Duo recognizes who it is, so he goes after her. Um, her suit's all fucked up and about to die, but of course Duo comes in and saves her, and it's really weird because like his death scythe puts one of its like cape parts over her suit. It's what's supposed to be like a guy blocking a woman with his suit. I don't know. It's really stupid looking. He, he protects people with that a few times in this set, and it's really weird. Yeah. So he starts fighting the two dolls, but he's getting beat up because Hilda tells him that they're programmed with Hero and Troas fight data. And we get another overlay of the faces of Hero and Troll on the dolls, which is very funny. It's real high effort, is what we're saying. Yeah, so Duo... And, oh, go ahead. Like, this this could be a cool fight, by the way, because, like, the idea is he's he even says it out loud. He's like, ah, shit, it's like I have to fight both of those idiots at once? God damn it. But then, he just beats of them. course, he just, beats he just them. beats them. There's no explanation as to how. He doesn't grow as a person. He doesn't learn a new technique like, in the Guiana Highlands. He still a doll. <laughs> yeah, he literally is like, oh, no, I'm losing. But what if I won instead? <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, like, it's, it's so dumb. Yeah, so he yells uh, like, they're pretty good copies, but they're still dolls to me. And then chops both of them up in half within 10 seconds. Yep. And yep. then says, next time, you better program in my data. He, yeah, Even though he admits heroes better than him. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah, another example of the show being like, here's a threat. Oh, no, wait, no. We can't have a threat. No threat? No. Yeah. <laughs> Let's neuter it immediately and just destroys both of these machines in two seconds 
Like the heroes in the story, the like if we're assuming the Gundam pilots are the protagonists. Um, yeah. Have they ever been in a corner? Really? Have they ever had a low point like that wasn't entirely their fault? Like, no. For example, cutting up a plane with a bunch of pacifist <laughs> leaders in it. Like, I mean, the lowest that's point I the guess only was only time they. That's like the worst time they've been in. I guess there was the time where a couple of them were in jail for like a day. Hero like, blew his neck up for no reason. Yeah, but they were in jail mm-hmm. for a day under their own like volition. They, like they wanted they all to get captured. In and yeah. their hands. I mean, the lowest point yeah. I guess was when uh, Troa got shot up by the insane Quatra. But like even that was like, oh, it wasn't really their fault. It was the Zero System. And then afterwards, again. The Zero System goes from being this unstoppable, impossible monster devil machine to... to even Quattro nah, can use it. I can, I can handle it. <laughs> like, are you sure? Yeah, we can just do it's it now. Fine. It's fine. Is there any... Did you do anything to become better or stronger? Did you practice mindfulness or something? I figured nah, it out. Just works now. I just went insane <laughs> once. So... Yeah, uh, Dua starts chatting with Hilda. She's in bad shape. She's apparently bleeding or something, but she brought she, them to the She's data. dying, and Dua is like, instead of getting you to a doctor now, I'm going to yell at you. I'm going to yell at you some more. <laughs> That's okay? all he knows. Fine. <laughs> yeah, so he asked why she did it, and she's like, because I wanted to. And he's like, you stupid fool. And <laughs> she said, I figured you would say something like that, which is like the dumbest exchange these two nerds could have. Yeah. Well, she's bleeding. It needs to get to a doctor. <laughs> hey, I think this is a head wound. It might be serious. Yeah, incidentally, neither of them had like their space helmet on in the scene, which is... It's, don't worry about there it. There is a point, I don't know if it's this episode, I think it's later, where one of the pilots literally puts their helmet on, has the visor equipped... And then takes the visor off and then launches. Like they purposely take off part of their helmet and then go. It's so dumb. You know, this really annoys me too because, like, going back to the original Mobile Suit Gundam, in the beginning, Char never flew with a space suit on because he was so cocky and sure of his abilities. But then after fighting Amro a bunch, like, you watch as he gets concerned about his own abilities and later on the series, like, actually puts on the helmet all the time when he fights him. I might actually die if yeah, I do like this. Like, he gets concerned about his safety. And, like, they, these guys just don't give a shit, they just do whatever they want. Yeah, um, it looks cool. So, yeah, Kance learns that all of his dolls were blown up attacking the Peace Million. Dorothy gives him a bunch of shit for losing them all. And Dorothy leaves. can't give him shit. She was the one who was like, send out the Mercurius in the van. And oops, they got blown up immediately. I mean, for what it's worth, at least those ones, it was more reasonable for them to do. Yeah. Dorothy's roasting them for blowing up like their entire fleet, basically. <laughs> yeah. It's like you sent out, out half the army to suits, which should do nothing to the Gundams, but, but could have blown up Trey's forces. There are two potential secret weapons blown up as well for no reason. They just go yeah. beat up for no reason. It's like, they're okay, both you're both doing, dumb. Yeah, they're both doing a bad job, but I think I think on the large scale... Dorothy is doing worse. Kance, <laughs> yeah. Kance doesn't have the excuse of being a 15-year-old girl. Also true. Kant's also is just the worst guy. And the He's voice such a actor. Non-entity. God, and the voice work for him is like confusing. Me. I don't know what character they're trying to he, do. Like he he sounds like a snidely whiplash yeah. or a wiener motherfucker, but then at the same time. That's not kind of what he's supposed to be at He all. sounds like the nerdy guy archetype that if he was on the good guy's side, he'd be like the nerd who occasionally writes the correct equation on the board and then everyone goes, whoa. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the voice he's, he's doing. Yeah, he's a real minkus, you know. He's a real of a character. <laughs> uh, so the last scene of this is back on the piece, Million Hill Day is taking and taken away on a stretcher. Um, 
Quattro says that they need to put the data to good use and he wants to go look at it and Duo tells Hero that Relena is on the Libra and do The and only Hero... reason that Hilda went to the Libra is so that she could tell Hero that Libra's on it. No, that really is there. Yeah, there. yeah. And like Hero is just kind of like, huh, she is. And like she, he really wants to say the line there, but he doesn't because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> He's thinking it though. He's oh, thinking it, Relena. <laughs> I'm gonna um, kill you. <laughs> episode 46 starts the same recap. The title of this one is uh, Milliardo's Decision. Uh, the narrator starts breaking in, saying that since Earth was attacked by the Lever, Earth sent all of its shit up to the uh, MO-2 satellite, their forward base, whatever that fucking asteroid's called. They, there's, like, one drawing that they made of it, and that's what you see, like, every time it's brought up. Yeah. Um, Trey's says that he's going to lead the attack, and a bunch of his underlings are like, uh, is this really a good idea, of uh, you leading the attack? And also, like, really, what are our chances against the giant battleship laser? That's not a right, great thing. Uh, we cut to Trey's taking a look at this new mobile suit. It's the Tall Geese 2. It looks like the Tall yeah. Geese, but it has a better paint job. Tall Geese, um, but with, like, Trey's cape painted onto it? Hell yeah. yeah. It's pretty much the same suit, though. Um, a general guy is telling him it's too dangerous for you to be on the front line, but he's like, if Milliardo's doing it, I can do it. Ha! Huh? So, Trey's has a line, a war with no civility only gives rise to massacres, which is Bart. not true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um... <laughs> Um, we also get a shot back on Earth in a hospital. Oon's there. Remember, she's still in this, and she's in a coma. And in a coma. Yeah. Un- unimportant, I'm sure. Yeah. So, Trey's leaves. Uh, we see two other mechanic guys in a hangar talking about, oh, we found this suit in Luxembourg. What are we going to do with it? Does it need boosters? Who knows? Let's put boosters on it anyway. We're on union time. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's the wing, because remember, Hero just kind of left it there. Hero got just the Epion. You know, dropped that shit so he could ride in the Epion. Yeah, so the mechanics are like, well, no one on Earth can fly it, so I don't even know why we're fixing it, but we'll fix it anyway. <laughs> the plot demands it. Foreshadowing. Yeah, of course. Um, on Peace Million, Duo is uh, looking for Hero. He has some questions for him, but uh, Hero left out in the carrier, and he left without Zero, and everybody's like, what the hell is he doing? Because no one knows what Hero's motivations are at any given point. And, uh, <laughs> including the writers. Yeah, Duo's like, I wonder if he's got a fist fight with Zex, har har, but... Uh, that would be more interesting than what actually happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, we cut over to Wu Fei is playing with like a bendy weight thing, which is kind of funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I laughed at that. Um, Quattro says that, oh, he's just going to go get Relena. And Wu Fei's like, I gave him too much credit. I thought he was the most sane guy among a lot of us. <laughs> I don't even know what made you think that. Wu Fei has a lot of <laughs> random, like, good lines and then really stupid lines in this set of episodes. Yeah. Uh, Troa says, uh, if he brings her back, go easy on her. It's so easy to hurt a woman's feelings, which is. What the fuck are you even talking it, about, Troa? It's such a <laughs> sexist way to tell Wu Fei he's a shit. Yeah. Hey, hey, this series is for girls, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are so. You sure? <laughs> no <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really sure this is for anyone uh, yeah. <laughs> Duo uh, wants to go chase him But he, go chase Hero But Quattro's like no don't just leave him alone He's an idiot that goes and does what he wants Plus we can't leave the peace mealing undefended Correct Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Correct good shit Yeah. So uh, Hero's piloting a carrier To try to sneak into Libra um, this is like the second carrier that's tried to sneak in the Libra in like within 24 hours, so they're kind of on edge. They're, and, they're uh, looking for these things, although yeah. he has a plan. Yeah, he has a plan. His plan <laughs> is, what if he went back to the engine and just hit it with a wrench till it was on fire and then it declares <laughs> an emergency landing? So uh, he's like, I'm landing this. It's on fire. Sorry. It crashes into the docking bay. 
Um, a bunch of firefighter guys come out because they like they don't want it exploding or whatever. One of the troops tells some Fires other guys. Fires in like, space are pretty serious. Yeah, uh, with all that oxygen and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially in a bay with an airlock, yeah, it'd be a terrible place to have a fire. Yeah. So the thing is, though, they do actually immediately recognize what is happening and do nothing about it. Yeah, like, it's so literally stupid. one of the first things someone says is. Now, be careful. That guy may have just intentionally damaged himself and landed in here to try and cause damage to our craft. Anyway, you, Literally new guy. exactly what is happening. And then everyone's just like, nah. Well, new no, guy, that, new guy, the, go and close the doors. And of course, it's Hero. Yeah, it, yeah, the guy Hero. tells him to close the door and it's they Hero. It's like they tell Hero to put them into lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not see this idiot get out of the fucking ship? You guys not have cars. Come on. So we cut the cans. He's super mad that like the carrier got in and he knows that it's a fucking spy. This is uh, going to go badly. He knows. Yeah. Milliard is he like, literally says to, he's like, I already told you to watch for that. They did it. They're going to do it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Milliard walks in. He's like, I already thought this would happen, but it's a, you know, it has to be hero. Milliard is like, I'll go confront him personally. And he's certain it's here when he goes, walks off. For the record, there's no reason this has to be Hero, <laughs> just yeah. to be clear. No, well, it's just Milliardo, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Relena's back in her cell or whatever the room she's staying in. Someone walks in and she says, I don't want to talk to anyone that isn't my brother. But it's Hero and she's super surprised. She's like, um, <gasps> Hero? Yeah, Come she... and kill me, Hero? <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for you to kill me for these last 46 <laughs> episodes. It's been a bit. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he tells her it's time to go, and she's like, I still have to talk to Zex before I leave. And he's like, that's cool, I want yeah, to talk sure. to Zex too. So, we cut over to Trey's piloting the Talgies 2 with some dudes. They're on their way, they're in space on their way up to Libra. Uh, that's just to establish that he's in space now, I guess. Yeah, Trey's has um, finally gone to become king of space. Yeah, um, Hero and Relena are in a PC room someplace. Like, I guess, like, no one locks the doors on the server closets, and these guys just kind of walked in. Once again, there are no security cameras anywhere on this ship. None. Yeah. Not a single You would think one. someone would have noticed that Relena got out, but nah. nah. Not even a security camera. No one locks the fucking doors anywhere. Yep. So, uh, Hero's doing some hacking shit looking for Miliardo. Relena is like, wow, you're so hey, amazing. Did no one lock up the military secrets room? <laughs> wait, really? Oh, fuck, guys. Hey, guys. Whoa. That's like the one room we got a lot. <laughs> Shit, sure I left my plot in there. Do, do you think like, space like, locks are useless? Like, no one locks anything like, anymore? It's not even that. Like, I feel the door should just lock behind them. You would think. <laughs> the thing that kills me, too, is later on we have a door that does need to have a charge to blow it open. And it's kind of like... Why aren't the rest of these doors locked? Like, <laughs> Elena seems like she's a pretty important person to lock up. Yeah. Like, I know that the Libra battleship was built, like, super quickly and on the cheap. But, like, seriously, you've got to, like, fucking source your contractors better. Some like, contractors this shit. should have been able to make bank on all the locks for the <laughs> Libra is all I'm saying. Anaheim Electronics still making bank in the alternate universes. <laughs> so, uh, Relena talking to Hero. She's like, wow, Hero, you're so amazing. You snuck in here and rescued me. And he's like... Uh, He's given me so much hope and the strength to live and everything. And then Hero's like, wow, I'm nothing compared to you. You were Queen of Earth for the day, which is cool. You're the best, Relina. No, you're the best hero. No, Yeah, they have this, like, circle jerk. And it's so fucking, like, one-sided. Because Relina really hasn't done anything to make Hero impressed. No. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Hero's just like, I'm really impressed by you because otherwise the story really doesn't function in any way. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of stuff with like Zex and Trey's and Hero all being like, that Relena sure is amazing. And like, I know that's been the entire series, but they really turn it up in these episodes. I really can't think of a single thing she's done. Right? She's the queen of giving up, though. That's pretty cool. For, For now. now. <laughs> <laughs> so Hero eventually finds Zex and uh, they leave and go towards him. They enter the room where he is and then Relena and Zex, like he's just sitting at like a conference desk or something. So this is an all black room with a conference desk and just in case you don't get it, a giant picture of Earth, like a giant screen of Earth sitting yeah, in the background. Him. Yeah. So Relena and Zex start having a chat. A chat. She asks like if he'll stop. He has no intentions of changing his mind. Uh, yeah, this is where the shot of the Earth forces are behind them. So you can see like Trey's with all the suits coming. Uh, he says he's going to have to fight Trey's because Trey's came up here. Relena again asks him to stop because it's all meaningless. He says it's, is it, he, it isn't meaningless. No, and it's Hero, not, your sister. Yeah, Hero interrupts saying like he doesn't know what's up between Zex and Trey's, but like he doesn't want space to get involved and you guys should just go take your fight outside like Which, the asteroid like, field yeah, or something. Fair. They're just, they are literally the only two people in the entire universe who want a giant earth space war yeah um billiardo says it has to involve a lot of people because it's humanity's problem and then hero says uh if this is how he became representative of space like why are you trying to fight the earth not everybody in space wants to fight earth you're not our representative not my, not president. my president yeah um zex says that space chose this route by arming themselves which again is like only 20% their fault really every line Zex says is like bad both bad and <laughs> not really Zex in these episodes that's the other thing yeah Zex as a character takes a weird 180 and they try and play it as if it's like a thing he's conflicted about like he's like I don't I don't want to be nice I'm sick of being nice I just want to I just want to go ape shit and they're like they keep playing it like it's this big conflict in his mind but it's like no, you're just kind of a bastard. But now. When yeah, no. he starts escalating too at this point. They're playing yeah. now. Like he's reached the Char's counterattack version of Char when they haven't done the Zeta Gundam version of Char for him. So yeah, I, I'll have thoughts about this when we get to the next episode of the podcast because they try to do the same character arc that Char had in the original Gundam in universe, like twenty episodes of time. Yeah, and it doesn't work out. Um. Anyway, uh, he says that Hero's from Space 2. Why doesn't he join White Fang? You know, because you, you can fight for space on White Fang's side. Um, there's another shot of Trey's with the suit on the way. It doesn't matter. Dorothy says it's time to fight. Kant says the cannon's ready. And then they're going to wait for Milliarda to tell them to fire the cannon. But he's in a conference. He's on call right now. So we'll have to wait five <laughs> minutes. Um, Hero says he's not teaming up with White Fang. Um, he asks why the battle has meaning. Because, like, they haven't really discussed why they think this battle has any meaning. So Zex says the line, unless we fight, no one will learn how foolish fighting really is. This is dumb. Yeah, so he starts to I'm give... I'm sorry. This is beyond cutting off your nose to spite your own face, by the way. This is literally, we're all going to cut our own arms off to agree that cutting your arm off sucks shit. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's the big at. plan. Yeah, that's so, their big, grand, change the future plan. And is, everyone's going to be sh- like, you know, that was a pretty good idea. You just did it badly. Spoilers. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so Miliardo gives away that uh, he's taking them. 
he's kind of taking the role of the bad guy for the future. He brings up how you know, the original hero Yui and the Peacecrafts did the whole total pacifism thing for space and Earth. And then Billiard is just trying to follow his father's ideals and really ask how the fuck is this following his ideals if you're doing war? How will this lead the pacifism? And he's like, this will lead the pacifism because... Nothing. He doesn't explain why this will just be because, the past. <laughs> because human human history has told us that wars never lead to other wars. I mean, if you we, have a big enough war. We only everything had will be better. one world war, right? right. And there, were, there were no wars after that, right? Right. Yeah. So uh, she asks. She says that he's wrong. It's weird they called it World War One. Right? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> exactly. Like, For no reason. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, she says that he's wrong. This won't lead to pacifism. Hero says he understands, and then just walks away. And says that Relena's right. role in this is over and leaves. See, this is what bothers me. Because if the show was like, that's dumb, I'd be like, yeah. Except here was like, okay, I understand. That's fine. Fair enough. That's fair enough. I'm leaving now. What? What? <laughs> what? No. 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 Yeah. So as Hero leaves and Relena's just kind of confused of what to do, Mil Yardo says that, uh, you must survive. You need to survive until this is all done. He says goodbye and then disappears because they were talking to a hologram. <laughs> Which is hysterical because Hero definitely had his gun drawn on him yep. for like a solid five minutes. And that means Hero cannot tell apart a hologram from a regular person. He is incredibly easy to trick. Yep. He's the yeah. hope of humanity, though. So Miliardo is really up on the bridge and he takes charge. Um he says something about, like, firing a warning shot at Trace before firing the real laser, and then gets mad at himself for not for being too lenient and too gentle. I'm still and not so just, soft. Yeah. Uh, Trace gets noticed that Miliardo is going to issue this warning. I don't know how. And then Trace tells all of his forces to stop where they are and stand by. So we see a quick montage of, like, all these robots just stopping in space. That's not how orbits work. I don't know. Everybody hold up. Yeah. So he blasts off ahead of everybody towards the Libra. Um, and then we see a shot on Earth. Uh, Un just wakes up. I guess no yeah, one's paying the, attention to her. This is supposed to be a real big moment. Um, and, like, try to figure out how long this is supposed to be. Because something very dumb is about to happen. And here's the other thing. It, it's like they show Trey's boosting off. And I think the idea is it's like his warrior spirit is too much. And Un woke up because it's dumb. It's real dumb. <laughs> yep. She sensed that her love was in danger. And she woke up. <laughs> It's so romantic. Um, And then immediately got out of a coma that she's been in for multiple weeks and probably has pretty serious muscular degeneration (laughs) over the course of that. And immediately does nothing and definitely just stays in bed and recovers like Mm -hmm. a regular person. Mm -hmm. She wakes up and then it's like, well, tell me how the war went. (laughs) I really have to go to the bathroom. Um, (laughs) So Kant sees uh, Trey's coming in the tall geese and wants to send dolls at him. But Miliardo says no. Trey just gets on the radio and asks Miliardo for a duel. Uh, everybody on the Libra thinks it's a trick. Uh, on Earth, Un busts out of the hospital and goes and steals the wing. Yeah, um, so you just get some gu- the same dudes who put the space thrusters on it going like, someone's stealing a Gundam, and that's that. Yeah. Who could it be? <laughs> um, Trey is just sitting around waiting for Miliardo's reply. Uh, he says something to the effect of, this will determine the outcome of the war. Uh, we go over to Miliardo. He radios back and says, Fuck off. No. <laughs> and then uh, he says chivalry has no meaning to him anymore, and uh, there's no way that this can determine. They can determine the future by a duel. Of, yeah. yeah, like he's just like, no, we're having a war, man. Yeah, this like, is no, a Gundam. Not- Dude, this <laughs> yeah, is so no, much effort and time. 
the guys would be so disappointed if we sent them home now. <laughs> we gotta have a war now. Like, everyone brought their stuff up to the asteroid. They're gonna be so mad. <laughs> you realize how much PTO I have to pay out now? <laughs> yeah. So Trey says that was the right choice. Sure. And then Trace Trace, has, like, he just basically comments on literally everything that happens going like, hmm, that was a good decision. Mm, yeah, mm. it's these episodes that every time someone says something, you have to wonder what Trey's has, like, peanut gallery-wise. <laughs> yeah. You just have to imagine them cutting to Trey's and him going, hmm, hmm, it looks dumb, but it's actually smart. A brilliant <laughs> tactical <laughs> error. Yeah, so Trace has the line, uh, Miliardo, the Earth is behind us. I will not retreat because I love the Earth. And Miliardo Fucking says, Earth, man. that's the Trace I know. <laughs> so Miliardo says... growing out. Yeah, Miliardo says to fire the cannon at the tall geese. Uh, Dorothy says they can't shoot Trace. I don't know Dor- why. Dorothy is very suddenly very concerned about Trace's well-being and no one else. <laughs> Uh, Miliardo, uh, Kans gets pissed at this saying like, why are we not shooting at Trey's? And Miliardo calls her a traitor. And then like, she gets some guards that just like kind of hold on to her. So she doesn't say anything. Hey, this 15 year old girl is telling us to change our war strategy and not kill a guy. So can you like grab her please? <laughs> like that's all it is. Yeah, It's funny because the scene happens and then like next scene, she's perfectly fine and no one's grabbing her anymore. Yep. Yep. Yes. Um, so the she cannon fires, down. the cannon fires. It's about to hit Trey's in the tall geese. Out of nowhere, the wing comes and shoulder checks the fucking tall geese. The, at the wing last got second. out into space and into what I have to assume is like mid Earth orbit in Within like, like five minutes. Five minutes. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, we did forget the scene where Meliardo is about to press the button and Dorothy goes, <laughs> No! <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that and shit. tries to tackle him. <laughs> they like, start no. wrestling. And, and Miliardo bashes the button, the button at the last second. It, it is a fucking Ren and Stimpy bit about a big red button. It is ridiculous. Like, oh my god. I can't believe I skipped over that. That shit was funny. It was oh, really god. funny. Yeah, so... And again, this, this to me worried me a bunch because it signaled the beginning of the end of me liking uh, Dorothy. Yeah. It showed... Oh, they're not. At, Dorothy's not actually a fun chewing the scenery, big old ham. Like they're gonna try and do something dumb with her. And spoilers. Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the laser fires. They shoulder check tra- or trays out of the scene. Wing zero or the wing. Sorry, gets hit. Uh, the laser blows up a bunch of the forces behind them, and also some of that asteroid. Uh, the wing is like lost an arm and both legs and like everything below like the waist. But it was like, fine. But it was perfectly fine. She got hit directly by laser. She was right in the middle of a giant fuck off laser. The, the literal biggest fine. weapon that we have in and the she's, show. She's fine. Yeah, she's, she's fine. Not a scratch on her. Gundanium, baby. Yeah, so uh, someone on the bridge... Titanium alloy from outer space! (laughs) (laughs) Someone on the Libra's bridge tells uh, Kant that it's going to be 140 minutes till the cannon can fire again. Kant says, okay, it's time. Dispatch all the troops. Uh, Miliardo's mad that Trey's isn't dead. Um, The new Oon jumps over to the Targis too. Yeah, she's perfect Oon. She's the merger of the other Oons. I accept it. <laughs> yeah. No, canonically, like, she yep. has, like, the peaceful nature, but also the warrior spirit now. So, like, yeah. She's in a state of calm mind. She could probably actually stop a Gundam with a sword right now. <laughs> Shin Un. Yeah. Shin Un. <laughs> uh, asks her why she did it, and Un gives the line, one must fight the battle to understand its beauty. 
Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. <laughs> sure, yeah. Why fine. not? Fuck it. Yeah. So uh, Trey's gives the order for all his troops to destroy Libra, and they move out, and the White Dolls take off, and the battle's about War. to start. Uh, episode. So this whole start of the final battle has taken two episodes. Yeah, well, I mean, they got to put the pieces in the place so they can miraculously all fall over. I genuinely did not think it would take them five episodes to resolve this, and and it's going to, and it's ridiculous to make this <laughs> this long. Yeah, and she was figuring we'd have a surprise end of G Gundam Ooh. type plot, but no. 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 Your first mistake was thinking Gundam Wing was ever going to be nearly as good as G Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> it's also weird mistake. because like well, most of this battle we'll just see. takes place off camera. Yep. Yes. yes. That too. This, yeah. Oh, there is nothing Gundam exciting Wing. about this final battle. It is terrible. <laughs> Gundam Wing for all the wow cool robot like the reason I know a lot of people have like certain attachment to this and a certain fondness mm-hmm. is because like it was one of the first animes that was shown in America right like during yeah. Tsunami during the late 90s definitely and stuff. one of the biggest first so, big robot shows yeah yeah for sure so like you would think the wow cool robot factor might be better but like it's not even that good in no. this like it's not yeah they really don't play the battles in an interesting way at all it's, there's, there's no tactics there like it's the same set of animations over and over like yeah it's a lot of dudes just kind of floating up into the screen and then blowing up because of a laser off screen it's bad (laughs) yeah so episode 47 trey's uh gives a speech to his troops that only warriors can exist in this world and that's what makes battles beautiful and we need to keep the horrors of war away from our home which is earth and not up in space near other people's homes yeah exactly in someone else's backyard um perfect un somehow got to the command ship like asteroid base yeah, and, I guess Trey's just sort of pushed her. Yeah, I, I was saying the Pat, like, maybe they fastball specialed her back to <laughs> the base. Uh, but yeah, she's saying that this battle is a crucial moment in humans' history, and it needs to be talked about for years to come, and many will give up their lives and die. Spoilers, and Miliarda says, no. Yeah, Miliarda says the battle is only the beginning, which is weird because he was saying <laughs> earlier that it should be the battle to end all battles, but... He's, he's a little confused. Yeah. We're all very confused. True. Yeah, Earth, uh, he says that Earth must know the strength and determination of the colonies, and the title of this one is Collision in Space. Which uh, is probably the second best title of this set. <laughs> yeah, yes, the last episode has a great title, though. Fuck. Um, on, <laughs> on the Libra, Hero and Lane are talking. Hero is saying that uh, Hero... Wait a minute, what are we talking? Oh, on Libra, Hero and Rinlea are talking, yes. Hero is staying on Libra because he doesn't think that Trey's can destroy it himself and he wants to destroy it from the inside. Hero and Relena basically just chill on Libra for an alarmingly long amount of time here. Yes, it's very funny. And, like, the outcome of it's even funnier because he really doesn't do anything. Yep. Uh, Relena thinks that, like, they need to stop the battle somehow. And, like, Relena says that dictators throw away troops' lives. And Hero's like, well, uh, both of these idiots were willing to die. And she's... And he has no intention of stopping them. Why? <laughs> just because they're also suicidal doesn't mean they aren't throwing away people's justice. lives. Jesus Christ! Really, it's only like Trey's though, because what? <laughs> no, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is all very complex. I don't understand. What? Why is it bad? No. <laughs> No, this shit is like, I mean, that's the thing though, right? Is like if someone acted like they didn't understand what was, didn't make sense here, it's laughable because yep. it, the writing is so nonsense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Hero tells Relaine to stay with him during the fighting so he can protect her and she gets the gooey eyes over it. <laughs> um, he says, if the Libra sinks, then there's no reason for Hero to fight Zex anymore. 
I don't know where they're going with that. Back on the piecemeal, and Howard says that the fight is even currently off camera, you know, right behind me. It's really cool. <laughs> wow, what a shot. <laughs> uh, Troa asks uh, who they should side with. Uh, Duo says they should... The uh, Duo says it's... It's only oh, because... Oh, yeah, it's sorry. only even because Libra even. hasn't fired fire. Yeah, sorry, I was getting Which confused. it did just do, for the record. But I guess that one didn't count. No, that was before the fight started. That doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, before the fight started, Trey's had more troops, and then it fired the can, then it was even, and then once it fires again, uh, it would be good for White Fang. That's that's what they were going with that. The Quattro goes not all colonies. <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> Sally. Um, <laughs> Wufei asks uh, if helping Trey's is a good thing, um, since Trey's is only fighting against White Fang and all of, not all of the space, maybe he's not doing so bad. And he also, since Wufei has been on his whole tangent of, like, I don't want weapons in space, the Libra's a huge fucking weapon, let's just blow it up. Yeah. Which, again, worst guy you know makes a good point. <laughs> yeah, it's... It, this one in particular, too, is extra poignant because it actually does 100% line up with his ideals, and it just shakes out that all of these things have aligned and it is the correct action for once. <laughs> <laughs> a broken Wufei is right twice a day. <laughs> right. He's finally um, doing the right thing for the right reason. Don't worry, it won't take long. Uh, yeah. Sally asks, is like, well, if we're going to attack Libra, what about Hero and Relena? They're still there. Dua says, oh, that idiot can hold his own. Don't worry about him. So they decide he to go... He can't die. He's the main character. Yeah, so they decide to go fight against Libra. Um, Kance is wondering what the... Wondering why the Gundams think White Fang's their enemy. He doesn't understand that firing a laser at Earth is a terrible idea. Uh, Dorothy thinks right? that... You, des- you destroyed a small island on Earth. Why do you think the I... Gundams are coming from... I, I have no idea. Oh, man. And if you think destroying one island is bad, wait till you hear the stupid plan they have that would yep. never work in any universe. All right. Well, let's keep going. Uh, Dorothy's there on the bridge. She says that the Gundams think that all fighters are their enemies or something. I have to know, why wasn't she taken away last episode? Kant <laughs> um, <laughs> says that uh, there's no dolls to stop them. Like, since all the dolls are fighting the Trace troops, there's, like, no one to really stop the Gundams from just fucking shit up. So Milliard is like, okay, I'll go take care of it. And he's only taking three Virgos. Wow, what a badass. Whoa. Um, so Milliardo flies out with his three suits. He starts attacking the four Gundams that are left. Uh Duo thinks that, like, oh, it's these stupid mobile dolls. I'll chop them up. And then he gets fucked up by the mobile dolls because apparently Zex, like, hooked those mobile dolls up it, to his they're zero doing, system. Yeah, I guess the same thing they're doing with this, this Epion slash mobile doll system, except he's he's really, really good at his micro. No, 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 no. You don't understand. He's using strategy. <laughs> yeah, it was like Dorothy, like, it's like the two-player StarCraft where Dorothy just made, like, a shit ton of Zerglings but she wasn't really good at focusing fire while, like, Miliarda went up the tech tree and you had the Hydra list that are all, like, upgraded and you only had three of them <laughs> but they just kick ass. Yep. Yeah, so, um, they keep fighting duos getting, uh, shot up and stuff. Um, what am I trying? Oh, yeah, Zex starts, uh, going after Quatra a lot. And then Quatra's like, I wonder why he's coming after me. Is it because he thinks I'm the easiest to defeat? And I just had Ron Howard voice. He is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is, he, although he, it's like, also, he's the only one with any sort of strategy. Yeah. The only person who would be easier to defeat than Quatra is you just do donuts around heavy arms until it wears <laughs> itself out. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, so uh, Zex goes after him and we don't really have a resolution to that. We cut the trios giving Zex compliments about his battle prowess. Once again, gotta I comment say, on I, everything. 
I do love Zach's line of, I just want to crush the brain. <laughs> it's, just really good. it's like, I'm the nasty man. I just want to crush the brain. <laughs> Every time. Immediately, Catra does have the only brain amongst all of the people in the Yes. And again, this is the thing where every time fucking Trey's isn't on screen, we're asking, what does Trey's think of the situation? <laughs> yep. Hey, um, Trey's radio commentator, what do you think of what's happening the color right commentary. <laughs> um, back on the Libra, Kant is asking about MO2s, the asteroid status. Uh, apparently, it's not doing anything. Like, if they're just it's using just it as a supply base. So Kant is like, okay, well, it's not moving or doing anything. Let's just move Libra around Earth to fire on it from the opposite side, I guess. Uh, Dorothy gets complaining, uh, saying that she doesn't want the view of her beautiful battle ruined. And then they start yelling about the decline duel again. I don't know where it was going. The, this uh, episode is all over the place. Yeah, there's a One lot of... One reason this episode is so baffling is because they try and introduce Dorothy's new motivation before stating it. So Dorothy just starts doing a bunch of insanely not Dorothy things all over the place. And yeah. it makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, like one of the things you mentioned earlier, Ty, in one of the other episodes is like it's zero to 60 thing. Like every single time a scene gets the 40 miles an hour and then we cut to yep. another scene at zero. Mm-hmm. There's yes. never any like in media res even because you just go straight back to the start of everything. Yes. Well, good news. He tells the Libra to start moving so he can shoot him in the ass. And, uh, <laughs> and Trace and thinks then he, this is an awesome decision. By the way. He does. It does, in fact, cut to Trey's. Again, this is not a goof. And he goes, oh, that is also the correct decision, but a sad one. And then it mo- cuts away again. Yeah, it cuts away to Milliardo <laughs> somehow like psychically knowing what he said and says that we must show the Earth how sad it is in space. Uh, Howard space gives, is so what? sad. No, no, I don't I know. Think- I think they're all on a party line. <laughs> Everyone's in a Discord call for this. P- please meet your call. Uh, <laughs> Howard, of course, gives his information to Sally. Sally says that uh, we can take on Libra by ramming it with the Peace Million. And everybody's like, wow, that's crazy. I, and Howard gets all upset. Like, he doesn't want to lose the ship because he's still hey, making man, payments. This is my fucking spaceship. Yeah. Uh, but he realizes it's the only way they're going to stop the Libra. Uh, so they start getting prepared for that by evacuating people and stuff. Uh, Miliardo sees what is happening, so he starts flying towards the Peace Million, ignoring the Gundam pilots. They give Which chase, is correct. But, yeah, they give chase, but the dolls stop him because they're playing oh, interference. God, the Gundams are so useless. They have, have they done anything in no. these three episodes? Anything. I, anything no. at all. No, they're just being stopped by fucking these three suits that they could otherwise, even if they have the Zero system behind them, they're not nearly as powerful as these Gundam suits are. Yep. Also, the Gundams have the Zero suit or the Zero system. <laughs> oh, like, no, oh, this is really broke that. Like, he I was like, no the, thanks. Yeah, he took it out last episode. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I, see, the thing about the scene is, like, I feel this would make sense if Zex had taken out, say, three Vates. If they yeah. had, like, three of those, yes. okay, that could make sense. But it's just three Virgos, and these things have been chopped up for episodes now. Even if they just brought the VA and Mercurius <laughs> along with them. Yeah, that would have been fine. It also makes it really confusing, because they're the exact same mobile dolls that they occasionally cut oh, to, cut to being trays. cut up in the battle by trays. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, all of the, the cinematography of this, all the storyboarding is some of oh. the most confusing shit I've ever seen. It's just yeah, like the power levels to, are all over the place. Like, yeah, I can't tell who's trace. good. Well, no, not even no that. Trace until eventually I'm like, oh yeah, that's... And then the Tallgeese 2 just the, flies up in the yeah, scene. Yeah, that, that's the Tallgeese now. Right, okay, fine, yeah. 
Like, yeah, they're cutting between multiple different battles that are all in the black void of space and all are fighting the same general units. So yep. it's like really baffling. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so Zex is flying the Epion towards Peacemillion. The only person in his way is knowing because she was just kind of chilling back because she doesn't have a They told suit. her to stay back. We'll yeah. fight Zex thing. Yeah, so Noin is blogging the Peace Million. Zex, uh, yeah, Zex tells her to leave, but she won't. Uh, the other Gundam pilots yell at her to shoot Zex, but she doesn't. Um, he, like, flies in and is about to chop her suit in half, but then, like, at the last moment, he pulls away and wonders he, why he he's so weak. He has a future vision about it, and he's like, I can't do it. Yeah, he doesn't want to kill her. And Noin just kind of sits there. Like, she's kind of resigned to just being totally useless in these fights. Yeah, I mean, she. it's going to get even more so next episode. Yeah. Well, she's the villain's love interest. She's, yeah. what is she's, but she's not a bad guy, so there is no usefulness for her in this. Basically. The writers like realized that like, they didn't have the heart to kill her off, but at the same time, like they had no purpose for her in the story. Yep. Um, well, so, time to sit out. Yeah, Kant is in the Libra. He gets news that the Peace Million is out of collision course. Uh, he orders the Libra to fire at them with its normal lasers, like not the big lasers, just like the normal <laughs> lasers. Boring. Yeah, um, but the Peace Million isn't really affected by this because apparently the Peace Million is quite huge. Um, so this is massive. We'll get there at the end of the episode, but yeah, yeah. So uh, Trey's is like, of course, with the color commentary. I applaud the Peace Million <laughs> and its courage to do the right thing. Uh, good Kant decision. Has, good decision. Kant has a great line read. The Regatta hit us. And, uh, <laughs> This pissed me off. Hero and Relena are walking around yes. in this windowless corridor somewhere in the Libra, and then suddenly, like, Hero has spidey sense Hero and tells Relena. smells the wind, and is like, duck and cover. I, I <laughs> yeah. think it's because Kat says something like, stop the engines or reverse the engines or something, and he feels the ship. Or some shit. But Start yeah, to it move is, in the opposite direction. He somehow knows. It is completely played out of nowhere. He still somehow knows they're about to get rammed. Someone's about to ram a battleship into us. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> There's also another great line read here. There's a random, like, mook pilot on the piece, Melian. He's like, the number one and three engine are damaged. Well, I guess we don't have to turn them off now. All right. How about some excitement? <laughs> yes. It's like, also, uh, by this point, Howard has put on a uh, space helmet, still wearing his sunglasses, <laughs> but with his hair kind of stuck inside it. And it looks incredible. By the way, yeah. is that Mook the duo voice one? It, as it's well? the Mook sound like there is a du- There is a Mook that is very clearly duo trying to do a voice. He's yeah. got yes. hair on, but I think this was might be a thing too. <laughs> the, 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 I swear the line Thanks, delivery, duo. the line delivery is like the same as like a Metal Wolf Chaos cutscene. Yes, it's so good. Richard, <laughs> yeah, it's like right there. So the Peace Million rams into the dead center of the Libra. Uh, there's a lot of destruction and shells, uh, cells shaking and stuff exploding, and it's all great. They're all dead. I mean, they're yeah. not. And this they is, should be. And this is where we see that the Peace Million is basically the same size as the Libra. Yeah, I so thought like, this thing was much smaller. Point, up until this point, I was certain the, the Peace Million was maybe twice the size of the Libra's cannon, or maybe the size of the Libra's cannon. It pulls out, it's as big as the Libra. Yep. And reminder, the Libra was the grand statement battleship that was so big and so terrifying that they were planning on just by nature of having it, they would be able to dominate everyone else. Yeah, it turns out one of those was just floating around space for a while. Yeah, we just had one. It's fine. (laughs) We didn't want to use it or anything. It's no big deal. Whatever. Just just Florida man had it the entire time. (laughs) 
Yeah, so uh, Howard says something like, save the damage report for later. And I'm like, dude, your ship is total. You're not getting... I'm shocked you're not dead. I'm shocked everyone's not dead. Yeah. Like, everyone on both ships should be dead as shit. That collision, ships that size, everything is gone. Holy shit. Yeah. So the Libra's main cannon is completely destroyed. Um, Kant is starting to like give up hope and he's like shook on the ship. Uh, Dorothy mm-hmm. sees this and starts like barking out orders because she thinks that there's still hope and there's still things yeah, she can do. Yeah, she just takes over. Yeah. Uh, Trey's is seeing what happens and he's like, now is the time to press the attack because of course Trey's needs thanks, to say something. Yeah. Hero uh, protected Relena from falling debris and she thanks him and notices he's injured. They he's have like, a oh, giant no. steel plate over top of them that Hero just pushes off. Yeah, I guess that's... I don't know. Like, he's fucking indestructible. He's Wolverine. Yep. Um, heroes. I mean, you remember the time he jumped out of a building and pulled his parachute, but it didn't work, and he rolled down the side <laughs> of a cliff for, like, fucking cliff. 45 seconds? Jesus. Yeah. And then walked off and later put that? his femur back into place. <laughs> remember when his wing exploded with him in front of it, and he flew 300 feet and was bleeding from the ears? And then he just got picked up and taken... Got, got some bed rest. <laughs> was a little hurt that's all it's fine uh anyway hero says that now zex won't have his victory uh relena says what do you mean because she's confused about his you know coy statements spidey sense and then hero says forget about it all right sure i'm so i think this this is one of the scenes that pissed me off the most character who has to know everything that's going on at all times because i'm so cool and strong and omnipotent but if i actually said all the stuff i knew it would completely ruin the story if i told anyone anything then everyone would know what was going on and i I really feel that more so than that like this is like a kid trying to act cool and think that like nobody's talking about and then when he's called out on his bullshit he just doubles down and doesn't say anything and the adults yeah. behind him think he's actually really cool is yes. the biggest problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Zex out in space gets the report on the Libra. That's um, lasers fucked up, but the engine will still work. Um, so he decides, ha ha ha, it's time to do a char. But he's um, like, the peace million rammed us. That seems like a great idea. Now yeah. I've got two ships to fuck things up with. <laughs> Um, Sally calls the Gundams and tells them that, uh, hey, we're kind of stuck here. We have to exchange insurance information. It's going to be we a while. We ain't going anywhere. This might take a while. Yeah, Quatra says that um, it's time, since the Libra is not really doing a whole lot and it doesn't have its laser, it's time for us to go on board and take over everything and turn off the dolls. Because he's like, we can't just blow it up now because we'd blow up the Peace Million too. And I'm like, they they rammed It's shit. totaled. It's yeah, fine, just give it they up. They could just leave the Peace Million and then you could blow them both up. But no, no, we have to do an infiltration because we need some resolution for some reason. Yeah, Quatra says it's because he wants to turn off the dolls, which I guess, sure, whatever. If you blew up the Libra, they, that they would, would do it. That would do it. Their yeah, control center's gone. Mm-hmm. They would stop. Oh, well. I don't. I wonder if there's like a dead man switch for the dolls. Like if they stop getting commands from the Libra, do they just keep fighting or do they turn off? Or God, uh, I don't think anyone actually thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Mufei thinks that uh, that's boring. He doesn't want to go on the Libra, so uh, he Mufei just fucks pe- off. Like, yeah, he fucks off. He, he doesn't to go- have a plot on the Libra. There's nothing there for him. He needs to go somewhere else. Yeah. So- no, don't forget they do also have Troa just like go. Oh, he's fulfilling an old promise. Like, what does that mean? Oh, well. Why do you know that, Troa? Uh, whatever. Because he, he was there in episode six. He was there briefly. <laughs> Yeah, so the uh, the three gun the pilots, uh, Troa, Quatra, and Duo, they land on oh, the Libra. Oh, nine, nine leaves as well, right? Uh, 
No, yeah, knowing leaves the leaves. She, she fucks just, off. Yeah, she yeah. fucks off because she's like crying. She, she just doesn't yeah, know what to do. Yeah, she fucks off right there. She's like, I can't go with you. And they're like, okay, nine. Uh, all right, then. Fuck off, then. And she <laughs> leaves. <laughs> uh, Dorothy's on the bridge of the lever trying to give commands to stop the Gundams, but there's really nothing she could do. Um, elsewhere, Wufei is blowing up dolls for Trier's troops. Um, he's helping them because he wants to resolve his plot thread of dueling trays. Because remember wow, back... that Gundam wants to help us, Lau. Yeah, if you remember back to, like, episode 5 or 6 or whatever, he dual trays on his pleasure yacht in the Pacific and then lost and the sunk to the bottom named of the ocean. The trays assassination, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yes, do remember, yes, that Wufei got out of his Gundam to have an honorable duel, and then when he lost it, he left. And threw a Without temper tantrum. Also uh, honorably. Please remember this for later. <laughs> yeah. Um... Back on the Libra, Hero is telling Relena it's time to go get in the Peace Million because we're peacing out. Uh, you got to do what Howard says. I got to go do shit. Um, she wants to go chat with Miliardo again, but Hero's like, come on, give it up. He's not listening to you. It's useless. Um, yep. We see Duo sneaking around the Libra. He's in the jail section. He's looking for Hero. He doesn't know where Hero is. He thinks he's in jail. He, he's like, I. he has this really weird thing where he blows up the door uh, it opens slightly. He gets all freaked out, and he's like, "That wasn't who I thought it would be." With a wacky comedy well, voice, it's I even weirder it because is. it's because in, it, it, like the Japanese localization was who, but the American one was even worse because it was just that wasn't what I was yeah. expecting. So you have no fucking clue yeah, what like, they saw. The and shot it's, too it seems like it's someone on bed in bed, and it looked like he like busted in on two people fucking or something. Right. It's really <laughs> weird. Well, no, like too. I rolled it. I rolled it back to check. They don't show you the inside yeah, of the room. You don't get at anything. All. But he yeah. does treat anything. it like he just looked in on two people getting it on. Two people fucking. Yeah. yeah. Well, I knew. I knew it could only be the worst <laughs> fucking person. There's only one character left. Or like collective character left that has to show up yeah yeah so uh tro is also looking around he backflips away from the guards it was an entirely useful scene yeah it was really stupid. Yeah. he was doing such a sick flip they couldn't shoot him on his have the guns pointed and it's just like damn i mean they were firing he's just got wicked eye frames on that flip <laughs> <laughs> super invulnerable for all of it it's really horseshit yeah. uh quattro is also looking around he finds dorothy in some room uh, she pulls a gun and shoots him. And that's the end of that scene. Yep. Um, Back to God. Duo and guess who he found. Duo found the fucking Gundam scientist. They somehow got these idiots onto the Libra. And they're talking about how Zex wanted to make a super war so everybody would hate war and never do a war again. And they were like, hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, so they're like, well, if there's only going to be one super war left, we have to add to our list of war crimes. So they <laughs> built the fucking Libra. It was them. Oh, and also the new Mercurius. Curious and Bay, yeah. With, you know, for all the threat they represented. <laughs> yeah. And so Duo's like, you fucking idiots, why would you do this? And there's like, well, it's okay, we made it so that every time the cannon fires, it can't <laughs> fire again for another 140 minutes. So it and turns Duo's- out the reason of the plot cannon exists is because the scientists felt bad, but not bad <laughs> enough to not make the Libra. Not yeah, bad enough they- to make sure it exploded after one use. No, no. The thing... The thing that kills me about this, the thing that kills me too, is they're like, "Yeah, we built it, so I'd have to rebuild it every time on purpose." And I just imagine, like, with that many engineers and mechanics and stuff working on it, because it is a battleship worth of people. I might add. So this is like one dude put this together. No, this is like a city of engineers, and not a single one of them were like, 
Hey, why is the reinforcing wall so thin on this background? <laughs> that seems like why a serious we, we should, design flaw. Hey, Mr. Evil probably, Scientist. <laughs> hey, hey, can we beef this up back here? Yeah, we kind of need to beef this up, but no, that's definitely going to... No, no, let me show you the math. No, 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 okay. Yeah, no, we do there's need a lot to put, of people on this ship who would know. <laughs> yeah. Like, Someone got like, their PhD in space purpose. stations. Oh, hey, Tom, why is the cross beams made of balsa wood? I don't know. These guys are geniuses. <laughs> I Just go with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. They're scientists, and we were told to just let them do whatever they want. Yeah, no, it seems like a really bad order to me. Me too, but no. <laughs> um, you know, I'm with Duo here because he he pulls a gun on them, says they're assholes, and then says he wishes he'd never found them. Yeah, I'm like, like yeah, I really wish you'd never found them. I kind of hope they just left the show. Just lock the door. Duo, Duo would instantly rocket to the best character in the show if he were to just cap them all here in cold blood. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, he doesn't shoot them and says he wishes he never found them. But that scene ends. We're cut back to Hero. He's on the Peace Million now. I guess he and Relena got there since it was crashed. Yeah, they um, just walked onto it, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he gets in zero, and Relena's watching him do this. Um, Zex Relena is outside. Relena watches him go, and then that makes something make no sense in the next episode. Yeah, like, it, I thought he was She's clearly watching him leave, but he's not leaving. Actually leaving, yeah. They forgot about it next episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, Zex is just chilling in the Epion outside. Uh, Noin shows up. Um, she sits down next to him and, well, she lands next to him because she's still in her suit and says that, like, I'm not going to try to stop you. I just want to be with you. And he's, he's standing on top of the ruined Libra and it's supposed to be, like, the villain's moment of repose where they're standing on a hill watching the sunset and it doesn't work at all. Yeah. He doesn't care about her either. He's like, that's fine, whatever. Just stand there. And then he stares at Earth and says, you're about to learn a lesson. The real blow is yet to come. Not ominous, because we don't know what he's doing yet, of course. Oh, my God. And here we are, folks. It's episode 48. Fucking strap in. It's real. <laughs> 47 and 48 are some of the most baffling episodes. And and, and 48 makes 47 look sensible. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. So, uh, no, in- there's no recap here. Dorothy uh, shoots the gun out of Quattro's hand. So, Quattro's Surprise, not, in fact, dead. Surprise, actually yeah. get shot. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he tells her, like, hey, listen, we have to evac. Uh, this is stupid. We're on the ship. He's got to try to crash it. It's a bad idea. And she calls him the most misguided of the Gundam pilots. The title of this one is Take Off Into Confusion. Mwah. <laughs> Gundam <laughs> kiss right here. <laughs> man. Tagline. Tagline of the entire series. show. <laughs> Fucking more than they knew, man. Yeah. Wing, Gundam wing. Colon. Ooh. Take off into confusion. <laughs> yep. Okay, um, we see a montage of the space battle outside. Wufei and Trey's are blowing stuff up since the two of them are there. They're like making short work of the dolls. Um, Trey's has a line saying, he's like, you got to do better. I'm over here. And, and they then they just start fighting. Start their faded battle. Yeah. Um, Trey's has the line when wars are the humanized, victory and defeat become miserable. Uh, Wufei keeps telling him to shut the fuck up. Uh, I'm not sure he- that like Trey's is even talking to Wufei at this point. Wufei responds to him, but Trace is just monologuing now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, Wufei's pissed because he's getting a lot of people killed. Uh, Trace says that I'm right, and uh, now they get ready for their duel again. I don't know what it... Yeah, inside uh, Libra, uh, Heavy Arms is shooting thing, and Troa thinks that, like, he will defeat death yet. I don't know where that scene's going. A lot of it's, this doesn't make a sense. yeah. Can I just say it really bothers me? Like I understand that Hero and Milliardo are like the two 
you know, the, the, the protagonist yeah, the, and the antagonist. Those like, but really, like your secondary protagonist for the secondary antagonist is going to be Wu Fei. Who like like and it, they they are playing it as like a res- resolution to their duel, but like their duel was given no screen time. It was like two minutes at the end of an episode, and now you're bringing that all back. Like it's not and like yeah, this it was, was built up or anything. Yeah, no, it's not like Wu Fei, like, multiple times has been like, I'm going to fucking kill Trace. Like, if Wu Fei at least had been, like, talking about how he was going to go be a vengeful bastard at him, then it would make sense. But it really is just out of nowhere. He's like, nope, I still care, actually. Everyone's (laughs) gotten cut off their plot threads, and for some reason, Wu Fei gets the secondary antagonist. Hmm. I mean, though, I... I also got to point out that the Gundam pilots went into the Libra, got off their Gundams, and now they're all getting back on. They went back into yes. the Gundams. Like, yes. oh, that was dumb. Pat was very angry at that. Yeah. <laughs> I was very angry at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, elsewhere, Duo is chatting with the Gundam scientists. They all want to go to the Peace Million because they know somehow that Zex is planning to ram Libra into Earth. Uh, and only they can change the orbit from the Peace Million, and they need to get there to fix the engines or something. Uh, and they think that they can atone for their sins by stopping the Libra's collision with Earth. Spoilers, no. Yeah, nah. yeah. That does that does not atone for their We're sins. We're still going to bring you to the Hague. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're still going to hell, folks. <laughs> <laughs> On the Libra, Kant is doing all the math, the plot, the re-entry for the Libra. Uh, there is a 69% nice chance nice. of them <laughs> crashing into the Northern Hemisphere. Um, <laughs> by the way, during that scene, they show like a diagram of Earth of where they're going to crash. And, like, it's obviously, like, they're going to kind of hit, like, Siberia-ish. Yeah. But, like, there's a new, like, whole island in the South Pacific, like a continent. It looks, like, I don't know what they were drawing on the map because it's definitely not Australia. Uh, I don't know. I didn't even notice no. that. But I could believe that this show just <laughs> fucking um, new continent. Yeah, so some... As soon as they said 69%, my brain was just fully in <laughs> nice mode for the next 30 <laughs> seconds. I was just kind of like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um... Someone says that this is going to be equivalent to a 6,000 uh, megaton nuclear bomb, and Milliardo is cool with the plan. He wants to nuke the South Pacific. So, so they've now finally realized that a large object hitting the Earth would actually fuck up the entire Earth. Well, well, Very well, badly. Show. It just took a few episodes. Yes, it, yeah. it did a little bit. Uh, but I would like to point out their plan is specifically, it's not just to ram the ship. What's the end goal of them ramming the ship? Serene, please tell me what is the end goal of them ramming the uh, ship into Earth? Uh, just destroy it. Pacifism. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. They want to start an everlasting winter. They want to make it yeah. so that the planet doesn't have seasons anymore yes, and no it's seasons, just winter forever. No winter, so everyone dies. That's, that's the thing. They want everyone to no die. No wars. Total pacifism via, yeah. of the skeletons. Via eternal winter. Like, we are going to fuck up the Earth in a way that makes it uninhabitable. I'm the good guy. <laughs> yeah, but it's just Milliardo tapping his head and it's like, can't have enemies from Earth if no one lives on Earth. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, they're going to try to ram the Libra Peace Million combo into Earth. Kant uh, <laughs> says that this will only work if the Peace Million doesn't do anything. So they're like aware that like this, their plan has a weakness. Oh, God. Um, and then Zex goes, well, the Peace Million needs to be my ship. So I'm sure it knows what I want and won't <laughs> stop us. It's like, right. Huh? It was like, you could actually really fuck the world up if the Peace Million's reactor goes thermonuclear. And Zex was like, nah, my baby would never do that. <laughs> Slaps it on the head. This thing could fit so many inert nuclear reactors in it. <laughs> um, 
so Noin's outside in next to Miliardo, and she's like, hey, the Gundam boys are going to try to stop you from doing this. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, we cut back to the piece Million. Hero is about to take off in his suit. Again. And again, this is what, uh, what Serene said earlier, that like in the previous episode, they showed him kind of taking off. He was just doing the button check. Yeah. Now he's um, back. It's open. Relina's like up there talking to him as he's about to take off. But you've already done the takeoff scene. Don't worry. Continuity got the wing. <laughs> so uh, Relina asks, is it really necessary to fight my brother? And Hero's like, yeah, Zex doesn't yes. think he lost yet. And he's going to do stupid shit. So I got to stop him. Uh, Hero says that the Trey's Zex fights will never end. So he has to go finish it for both of them. Uh, if he wins and Relena survives, then there will be peace forever on Earth. I don't know where he was going with that. He's he's going. Relena is awesome. Relena is the best. But once again, Relena is the key to peace. We're not going to specify why, but she's she's just great. Yeah, and he's like, this is the only thing I can do for you now is fight your brother and kill him or something. I don't know. Uh, she thinks that he's planning to go die, and he asks her to believe in him. I'm not going to die because we can't have that conclusion. Uh, he pushes her out of the cockpit and takes off. Um... It's actually she kind of flying, by the way. It's actually kind of funny. Another thing I noticed here, he pushes her out of the Wing Zero's cockpit. She did not have the face mask on in her helmet. Then it cuts to the Zero flying out the open vacuum of space, and she <laughs> yep. is fine with her cockpit and whatever. Um, the horny sax plays during all this, too, which was very funny, and she gives a big hero as he leaves. As she flies away. Yeah. Um, on Libra, Dorothy had... Uh, she puts on her VR zone helmet. She literally explains how the the mobile dolls are working with the VR helmet. Yeah, so this is really stupid. So she's in the VR helmet with Quattro in front of her. And she tells Quattro that the Zero system is hooked up to the dolls and that her desire to fight fuels the dolls. So, like, before earlier when she was doing all, like, the prep work stuff, like, it wasn't her actually, like, VR commanding them. It was her just being really horny for war. She with is a VR the mega cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, and I guess that makes them fight. Uh, she then throws yeah. a fencing she, foil. She loves war so much that the Zero system, and apparently this is also a Zero system, makes everyone fight really perfectly intact because yep. she likes war so much but spoilers yeah so mm. then she somehow gets a fencing foil and throws it at Quatra's feet and like stabs into a metal deck and stays there with the tip of the fencing like I feel like the people who drew this had never seen a fencing foil for about three different things that happen in this scene <laughs> yeah because so, like yeah the tip is still is very dull but it sticks in the floor yeah so she challenges him to a duel because why the fuck wouldn't she which is um, also weird by the way because I don't think Quatra has fenced yet Hero has fenced Quatra yes. has not. It's not like they built this up in any way. Yeah, so she says that she lost when they both used the Zero System, but now only she has the Zero System, and she wants to see if the AIs are smarter than the humans, and she doesn't want wars to fight Earth. I don't know where she was going. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, so they start fencing. Um, he asked her why she loves war so much. Why do you love war so much? And she's like, well, why do you fight? And he's like, well, I got a family and I have to ward off my family's sorrow. And she's like, well, I had a father and he died and he didn't make me sorrow or something. I don't know. She, uh, she's like, he fought so that I wouldn't feel sorrow, but then he died and I did feel sad. So er, ergo, my dad was a dumbass. I, I she know. felt sadness for exactly three seconds before she realized she was horny for war. Um. <laughs> 
uh, Dorothy has the line, uh, war is not to blame for destruction and massacre. The enemies we must defeat are in our hearts. And their, Quattro... their whole, like, debate slash fencing club meeting is <laughs> absolutely wild. Yeah, then Quacha says, uh, I believe for the heart... What? I believe for the heart that hopes... A heart yeah. that hopes for, for peace. peace. I, yeah. yeah, That's a direct this, quote, and I was that confused is the about line. it. Yeah, I, I, this is the point where I wondered if part of the speeches were created by a Markov chain generator. Because it really does feel like they put in generic anime protag speech times 50 and had it just shit out. I believe for the heart that hopes for peace. That's so awkward, yeah. yeah. Um, you know. So he says uh, he fights for people. And then she's like, well, what have people done yeah. for you? And he's like, well, I'm not fighting for compensation or for their goodwill. He's like... And then he shoulder checks her into like the cameras or we something. Should be, we should be a foul. Yes, that's <laughs> not, not that's not proper the, the legal judge fencing. Is, is taking that point. Also, he them. says I'm not fighting for compensation, and C says that's why you'll always be an amateur. And good job reading the dictionary, Dorothy. The literal <laughs> definition of an amateur is someone who does something not for money. Like, fair enough. <laughs> um, she starts taunting him and say the colonies killed his father. Uh, she says that his uh, symph- uh, symphony. Sympathy for others has re- resulted in a worst case scenario, and I don't know what she was going with that. Yeah, she was trying to say like it's your fault all this is happening, but it is not <laughs> at yeah. all, even a little. No. Like, the Gundams yeah. are basically not responsible for anything because they have done literally <laughs> nothing. They blew up one colony, yep, and killed a bunch of peaceful leaders. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Like, and that was recently... really Trey's doing that. I mean, all of this and is also, all Trey's yeah. fault. Like Trey's is responsible <laughs> for literally everything that's happened in this entire show. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, basically seventy five percent. Yeah, of it, yeah. I, I, you know, I didn't really realize it, but yeah, you're definitely right, huh? He built the <laughs> Empion. <laughs> he did oh, do that. Yeah. yeah, he did do that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, you Get that? <laughs> it's built, so easy he, to though. Well, yeah, it's especially Zex, easy to Zex forget is now because using it to blow over the yeah, gun. But he built Trey's built it. Yeah, he's fighting his ultimate enemy, whomst he gave <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate demon machine. Fuck. God, <laughs> what a smart guy. <laughs> uh, so Howard and the rest. Oh, of that's the piece. a good decision. <laughs> that's- Howard and the rest of the Peace Million are leaving for the uh, MO2 asteroid because there's nothing left on the Peace Million for them. Uh, Relena is radioing. Uh, they're on like a shuttle craft or something right now. And uh, Relena is radioing for Hero, but Sally tells her to go shut up, go sit down. The adults are talking. Um, she starts yelling at Hero over the radio, and he just turns it off on the Wing Zero's cockpit and says, <laughs> Lives are cheap, especially my life. I don't know. God. Uh, Troa and Duo are fighting in the Libra. They both say goodbye to each other like they're never going to see each other again for some reason. Uh, Troa gets out of the heavy arms and goes looking for Quatra because I guess these idiots came in together but then immediately split up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Duo is shuttling the Gundam scientists over to the Peace Million. He, he uh, capes them too and he's like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, he <laughs> tells them to just hold on to like the rib cage of Death Scythe and like... <laughs> Well, they're like, if one of us gets thrown off, don't worry about it. He's like, yeah, bro, I won't care. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's fine. So he starts flying through the fight between the Trace faction and White Fang. And, like, the Maganok Court are there there too? How did they get in the space? Who fucking knows? They all, uh, yeah, all I, of their machines are just up there. And there is a random quote in here of just, like, 
what is it? Trey's get brings the people together or something? No, it's oh. just really that. Is it right. all for her? Or, yeah, or they're doing this all for her. Are they doing this, this for, her? for her? And it's like, no. And then they immediately go, protect Katra. <laughs> <laughs> like, and yeah. They, yeah. Look, the dude directly says, he's like, no one's allowed to die till we see Master Katra. And it's like, oh my God. And it's like, oh, Why? that wasn't for Relena at all. Why do they keep trying to tie you know, everything back to Relena? Pro- there's probably like an explanation for this, but I always wondered like, why the Machina court even has like a loyalty to Katra? Like, right? yeah, that's the thing I never understood. Like, Katra hasn't really done I, maybe anything. Maybe he gave incredible. them a bunch of money. I don't know. I, that has to be he like did, a. Yeah. He, he blew up a colony. Yeah, so like, Katra's family is like this <laughs> royal baron, like, of space asteroid mining bullshit, but they also have this, like, s- desert faction of warriors. They foment rebellions I, on the side. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, both he <laughs> and Quattro are still fighting. Uh, she's taunting him for being a soft boy and knocks the sword out of his hands. Um, and he's like, this is the only way I know how to fight. And he's like, I take losing fights so I can protect the colonies and all that. Uh, he then asks, or she then asks what he would have done. And she's like, well, I would have taken over the colonies and waged war, a beautiful war for myself, like Miliardo did. And then she just stabs him in the gut. Straight like, through with a fucking fencing sword. Like That's hard. That has yeah. to hurt a lot. Yeah, like he's actually also, hurt here. And they like when they cut to the sword, it's extra weird in my opinion because when they cut to it, it like is impaled all the way through him, and they cut and it's like a flat, thick blade instead of a fencing foil. Like they completely change what kind of sword it is so that he can be impaled by it. (laughs) Um, So she starts yelling about how cool Miliardo is or something, and explains Miliardo's plan that like since Miliardo's plan is since he can't stop wars from happening. By taking away weapons, he's instead going to have to shock the entirety of humanity into never doing a war again by doing something so heinous and terrible that they'll just hate war forever. And it's just, it literally, human history has shown us that wars to end all wars haven't stopped wars. Also, horrible atrocities have not stopped wars. Yeah. Um, so it's Dorothy's- idiotic as a thesis statement for this show, but here it is we literally are. the kind of thing that maybe like a thirteen-year-old would say, and then you'd just kind of laugh and be like, "No, no." Yeah, I mean, if wars <laughs> didn't stop after we bombed two Japanese cities, like I don't think they're ever going to stop, right? Like, yeah. But no, that's this show's thesis statement. Yeah. No, this is a good way to stop war <laughs> and cause peace. Shut up. Yeah, so Dorothy says, uh, if you don't do that, humanity will perish like my father does, and then starts crying underneath her mask. She has Uh, not mentioned her dad before this episode, by the way. No. Like, she starts monologuing to Katra about him, and that's the first time he ever gets mentioned. when she first got news of her father dying, her response was just like, well, at least he died in a kick-ass way. Let's go. Oh, that was a grandfather. Okay. To be fair, uh, she immediately did get sad until she realized that she had to be horny for war. Ooh, yeah. Warriors. Warriors. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, Quattro says to her, is like, you're very kind, aren't you? Kinder than me. No. Uh, he, yeah. Quattro's a good this read character. This is her thing. Um, he says that uh, she's the way he used to be. She can't stand her own kindness. and she, But she shouldn't try to fight the kindness. She should accept it. and Because humanity needs kindness. And without it, humans have no reason to exist. And humans will only think of their own nature of survival or humans that only think of their own nature and survival are they're just animals. animals. They can't even, yeah. they don't even have empathy like animals. They're worse. And, and then yeah, something man. really funny here happens. They were fencing on their feet. He then like <laughs> collapses and then floats. 
So yeah, the gravity just turns off real quick. Yeah, oh. I was wondering, like, do they have magnet shoes? And then, like, he fell off his feet and flew no, away. No, this bothered me because the show has done this a lot with the gravity in the spaceships being either there's gravity or there's not, depending on what they want to do. Yeah, it, so it, it just vacillates. There is no consistency when it comes to the zero gravity in space. Like with the uh, Relay Nine Hero, they were having also, a scene like they were in gravity, and then he pushes her, and suddenly she's in zero gravity now. Imagine how much cooler it would be if they actually drew fencing <laughs> zero in zero fencing. g, yeah. yes. like like a circuit, like an orb room, and they're like jumping off the walls trying to fucking get at each other. Man, you could have made that cool. Too bad it's Gundam, though, huh? Yeah, yeah it's too bad that happened. Fight like. Terrible. You, you just need the two fencing poses of one of them flipping their hand to the side and the other one going, huh. You know, it's and, funny. And that's a fencing fight. The only reason they're doing the fencing scene here is because the original Gundam did it and it did it mm. so much better. And it's like shitty 70s animation than this scene did. Of course. Yeah. Uh, Maybe so, I cared about some of those characters. Anyway, cut to. <laughs> uh, yeah, back outside, uh, Trey's and Wufei, they're still fighting. Uh, Wufei is not using his dragon claws or arms or anything, and he says he wants to do this. He says he's not doing this because he wants to win fair and square against And Trace goes, that's not like you. The yeah. kid who jumped out of his Gundam to have an honorable fight is wanting to fight fair and square. Oh, that's not like him. Yeah. Uh, he asked Trey's why he didn't kill him back in episode seven or whatever, and then Trey says, it's because, Wufei, you're one of the few people that I can, that understand me. And Wufei says, you loser, I can't stand the sight of you. <laughs> Very well, Wufei. Well, no, his, yeah, yeah, it's like out of nowhere, too. Like, he's just like, Wufei, you get me. And Wufei's like, fuck you, uh-huh. I do. <laughs> no. Yeah, so Wufei says that he's only fighting to satisfy his ego. Um, he asks how so many people have died. Or how, he asks Trey, is how, how many, many people, people dies because of your oversized fighting ego? And then Trey's like, oh yeah, it's actually 99,822. And then he's like, hey, Un, can you give me the update today? And she's like, yes, today 100 more people died. And here are their names. And he gives like this fake crocodile, like not tears, but he's like, he's very sad. He's like, I'll have to memorize their names later. He's and like, like, I remember the name of everyone who dies in battle. And then names off like... Four characters, one of which who did not die in battle and was, in fact, shoved out of the back of the plane and no-scoped as he was falling <laughs> to Earth. Like, and he does, in fact, name Septim as one of the people who was an honorable warrior who died in battle when super not the case. No. <laughs> super was I, pushed out of a plane and assassinated. I really <laughs> want to point out that they say it's like 88 White Fang, 105 Trey's troops. And I want to say this war, this battle to end all battles has killed less than 200 people? Are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> I think that was the, the stats for yesterday. People. They haven't got the like, running total for today but yet. But they've only done one fight, and they're like, what's the stats today? It's like 200. 200? In your war that's supposed to end all wars, you've killed 200 people. Fuck. You've got a ways to go, Trey's. World War Two killed nearly, it was like 70 to 85 million people, and that didn't stop all wars. You're 200 and, people ain't gonna and, do yeah. shit. And, and to, to clarify, the entire war between a fully populated Earth and space. So it's everyone, everyone, like everyone in here. But and only it still 200 is like, people in this fight have died. Oh, okay. Don't get me wrong, 200 people dying fucking sucks. But yeah, coming out and being like, this is the greatest atrocity mankind's ever committed. How many people died? 20. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so after Trace drops all these numbers, Wufei is just upset that like he got shown. 
And he yells, damn you! Uh, Wu Fei, the most owned boy. Yeah, he doesn't like being owned. Uh, Trey says that none of them have died in vain. Uh, he attacks Wu Fei, but doesn't. Like, the animation here is really confused. Like, they go for, like, one of these beam clash things, but Trey's doesn't actually do the attack. So Wu Fei ends up stabbing the tall geese in the stomach. And then Wu Fei's like, why didn't you attack? And then Trey says, goodbye. I'm glad to know you, sucker. I'm out. And like Wufei is like, how is this happening? And, and Trace I'm like, says, how is this happening? <laughs> yeah. Trace then says uh, he'll be waiting for Miliardo on the other side and then explodes. Like super Trace explodes. fucking dies completely out of nowhere because he just decided, eh, I think my time in this plot is done. I'm good. I'm out. Yeah. And Wufei is literally was- like, you had the upper hand. <laughs> you weren't supposed to die. I didn't think I'd win. <laughs> is literally the last words he says before it cuts away is, I didn't think I'd win, he says tearfully, because now he actually liked Trey's, Which, I guess. to be fair, is probably the best possible way that you could own Wufei is to not <laughs> even give him a good fight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, dude, you win. Fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> so here's where we kick at the eleven. On Here we go. The asteroid. <sighs> so all I'll that, that was dumb. It's time to bunny hop the dumb so that you start going at mega speed straight backwards. I- like, here's the thing. With the way we watch these, we distribute the episodes, all that stuff, and we watch them over the course of the week. We've talked about it a couple times. Like, Vickis and Serene watch it slowly over the week. We I need think small Kubo, doses. Yeah. yeah, you do kind of the same, similar thing. Um, I watch them all I, Saturday. I wait. Yeah, okay, you watch them all Saturday? Yeah. yeah, I wait until like a couple hours before the recording, basically, and just blow through all of them in one sitting. And so I had seen messages of, you know, Episode 48 has the dumbest thing I've actually ever seen. Like, stuff like that all over in the end. And I assumed, I was like, yeah, well, that Wu Fei fight was pretty stupid. And that meant I was not ready for what happens next. Because <laughs> I had assumed that was the dumb thing at the end that no one could believe. But, oh, I, oh, I was wrong. So, <laughs> on the asteroid base, the Earth asteroid base, uh, Un is saddened because she just realized that Trace blew himself up or got blown up or whatever. Um, she says, like, listen, get me in touch with White Fang. We need to tell them that the United Earth is surrendering. And then says, Mr. Trace, no. you were splendid. And, and the crew are like, wait, what? We're, we're, why are we surrendering? And she's like, just do it. Yeah. This is so hard. I, you know, make this armor sure. on me. Surrender. I, 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 I really need to clarify that they, it cannot be overstated how fucking stupid this is. How like, completely they are out of the nowhere. Middle. They are in the middle of the war to quote-unquote end all wars. They know their opponent has a super weapon trained on the Earth that they're trying to wheel around. And as soon as Trey's is dead, fucking Un, who has been in a coma for weeks at this point and just came out of it, is immediately reinstated as like the top leader of the whole thing, I guess. Second in command. And it's also weird. The (sighs) the show has been showing that like the Earth forces are winning this fight now. Because I mean, like Libra's knocked out aside from the whole collision course thing. Most of the dolls have been chopped up. Like the Earth was winning this fight. Yep. Like, easily. Like, they had every strategic advantage. Yeah, you know, this reminds me of a certain other uh, space series you watch where it seemed like, you know, they were about to kill the leader of a foreign uh, nation, but then they stopped because it was the right thing to do. 
Well, because it was politics and because there were orders and he had deep political ideations about the importance of democracy and the voices of the people despite their own will. You know what? That's no, the joke. We're not even doing a Legend of Galactic Heroes comparison here because I will this podcast is already approaching an hour and a half and I will make it six goddamn hours. So we're not No. Let's it is save so that for dumb. the next one. Yeah, I can't believe that it, 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 to a certain extent, it is kind of the same move, though, yep. where, like, they have them in position, they're about to win, and the difference is, whereas, like, Legend directly tells you that, like, we're about to win, we're about to kill the leader of the bad mans, and then, you know, he gets an order, and it's this big source of conflict. Yeah, it's a for big morality everyone, moment for the main character. This is an absolute nothing of stupidity. Yep. This is a nothing of dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's real stupid. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, back in the VR zone area, Quatra's floating around in the fetal position because he got stabbed. Uh, Dorothy says, this is the right way. This is good. <laughs> Which I don't know who she was talking to. Uh, she gets a call from Kant's on the monitor behind her, uh, tells her that the Earth has surrendered, and she gets super pissed no, about this. fuck no, come she's, on. She's like, this isn't how it was supposed to happen. Uh, she also gets noticed that Trey's is dead, and she starts freaking out. Um Kant's tells uh, Kant's is still planning the Ram Libra into Earth because he doesn't know what else he's supposed to be doing. Uh, Miliardo's still cool with it. Uh, they tell the ship the Libra to start evacuing because like no one wants to go down on that. Uh, Tro- We're already uh, killing enough people on Earth. You you four you find folks can go. Yeah. Why is no member of the White Fan like they've surrendered? Why are we still right. going to kill all the Earth? They've get, they've surrendered. We won. Hey, Why uh, are we genociding? Hey. Hey, everybody, Kants doesn't have a gun, right? All right, hey, can everyone pull our guns on Kants? Sounds great. Yeah, like, let's yeah. just... Hey, we're going to do a mutiny, because you're about to go kill, like, 12 billion people for no reason, yeah. so... Let's do a giga Because remember when this war's death total was 200, or I'm sorry, 99,000? What if instead it was multiple billion? <laughs> 99,000 was Trey's death count, which includes... For everything Yes, ever. includes everything that happened in the show. So all the Trey's faction versus all is and all yeah. that sort of thing. The people who died. This, this final battle has only killed like 200 people. Yeah, I mean, maybe... On top of that... We're going to rocket that shit up to, again, like multiple billions. <laughs> yeah, maybe Cancel's like looking at the Gundam scientists and is like, well, how many levels of war crimes are you guys on? And it's like, oh, five <laughs> or six. It's like, you are hold this shit. <laughs> so, um, out of the shadows, Troa just goes and picks up Quatra. And then Troa says that, like, this. Troa then says to Dorothy, hey, what you were attempting was probably right, but it won't bring true peace. I, 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 I don't Why think. is this show validating <laughs> this idea that if you have a bad enough war, a bad enough genocide, it would end all wars? It is literally never happened. We have had uh, plenty of wars and plenty of genocides. All right, we're almost through. <laughs> With different levels of war. technology across different points in human history, and yeah, no, it doesn't. No, yeah, so um. He also says to Dorothy, like, it's so sad that you can't cry. In this completely, like, condescending way, which is yeah. kind of funny. Uh, I'm sorry. Gets a lot he, specifically, of he specifically says, a woman that can't cry. Yep. How sad. Like, <laughs> he specifically has to make it that. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Troa, why are you doing this out of nowhere? Troa's hey, trying Troa? to take the prize for sexist. Like, most sexist I, I was gonna say. Hey, Wu Fei just left, and now he's crying because he killed someone. So I'm going to be a big shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Sally Poe and Relena are getting news that Earth has surrendered. 
Uh, Howard says that's cool and everything, but they're still going to slam Libra in the earth, and that's bad. They're intent and, on war crimes. Yeah, so Relena's like, I need to, we need to turn around. We need to turn the ship around and stop them. And then Sally says, like, uh, Hero's the only one that can make the impossible possible. And I just got so angry when they shut there because, like, yeah, they were kind of winking at the camera. Uh, Relena's, like, freaking out on the shuttle and wants to go back. And Howard's like, well, we don't have the fuel. We can't go back. It's a physical impossibility. And she's like, in that case, I'll go alone. And, like, she tries to go to the back of the ship? I don't know. They tackle her. <laughs> There's a door in the cockpit and she gets wrestled down by like three people. Yeah, she's like, Hero, I'm on hey, my way. Like, Hero, I'm on my way. Hero. <laughs> like the entire time. Wow, as you these have like, the, what is- the voice for that perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I've heard it a lot. Yeah. It's weird. It's almost like there's a character that repeatedly goes, Hero, like at all times. Yeah. And so the last scene is Zex kind of standing with his arms crossed in the Epion on top of the sinking Libra. And he says, he's finally here. And then, of course, Hero shows up in the Wing Zero. Oh. So next episode is going to be the climatic finale. Where do you guys think it's going? You remember a while back when I was like, we're going to have a fight between Hero and Zex. It's oh, yeah. finally going to have meaning. This is that fight, even though it doesn't have meaning. But the right Everyone's surrendered, but Zex is still so, intent on doing a war crime. Yeah. So Hero's got to so, yeah. be like, mm, no. Uh, at this point, we're like, uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff built up. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of loose threads kind of hanging. So we have what? Like, you know, like 10, 20 episodes <laughs> yeah, we'll to figure this right out there. or... Is it... How, how many more is there? It's, it's like 20, right? Yeah, yeah. 20... Minutes. Tw- one the, the plus or minus 19 <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> there's one episode left everybody yeah uh, just we, to make we decided sure got- given that we just went for an hour and a half about four episodes and we can't leave this show without you know we, a fucking we need to talk we yeah need we need some talk. decompression time yeah, the final main episode of this of this season, I guess, will likely be us hooting and hollering about Gundam. Like, we'll recap the finale and then just be pissed for two hours. <laughs> so, look forward just to that. Just gonna go wild. Yeah. Well. Wait, motivations. I don't even oh, know yeah. anymore. Question. I am now in confusion. I've descended, I think. Don't, what was that? Take off I, into confusion. I took off into confusion. <laughs> What what are what are Lady Oon's motivations? I think that's the best one. Uh, tra- uh, trace. I don't Becoming know the ki- new queen of giving up, and she did. <laughs> the title like, has been passed. The only person who could give up more than Relena Peacecraft. They Helena. had to. They had to fucking pull her out of a coma and make an excuse for her to be there so that she could give up harder than Relena. <laughs> make her fly to space in five minutes. Well, they both gave up for the same person, though. It's true. Trace just inspires that in people. Trace just likes making people give up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I mean, he kind of did that to Wu Fei, too. He's like, okay, I'll <laughs> yeah. beat you at the duel. You have to give up now. Go. And he's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for the pouty Wu Fei next episode since he has nothing left to live for. I know. <laughs> well, next time, episode. 49 49 and uh we're gonna need a whole episode i'll make sure to drink uh, a lot beforehand jesus well see y'all later space cowboys it's been space anime fuck fuck fuck